Hello and welcome back to What Next, the podcast. I'm Zoe. I'm Sophie and in this week's episode we're going to be talking all about graduating during Covid so make sure you stick around. Right so I guess let's get jump straight into it. Um, This week's uh, episode we're going to start with a peak and a pit. So one thing this week that was the best thing ever and one thing that was maybe not quite as good. So Sophie, what's been your peak and pit for this week? Do you know what? I feel like I have to sit and think about what I've actually done this week because it feels like it's been (laughs) such a blur. Like I don't know what it is. I think it's the heat. When it's this hot, I literally cannot function or think straight throughout the whole week. But I feel like my peak it was definitely yesterday my sister and I just spontaneously decided to go out and go get some ice cream from like my favorite little village around the corner near where we live um and it was really nice it's nice to see people out and about again and went to this cute ice cream shop where there was this really cute old man and had some yummy ice cream um so that was, cute. That, was that was a definite highlight my pit I think I'm just gonna have to say my pit has been like the heat it is I just I just can't deal when it's this hot and I know Mm. everyone says oh like classic British person complaining all the time when it's raining and then like complaining when it's sunny (laughs) but I like the rain (laughs) I'm just gonna put it out there the rain today has made me very happy so I think the heat has been too much for me this couple of weeks that's my pit not like it could have been something far worse but there we go (laughs) that's probably a good sign (laughs) what about you Zoe what is your peak of the week oh I think my peak of the week is a bit similar to yours um I decided one day to fob off my gym classes and go and lay out on the grass in the sun with an ice cream instead of in the sweaty gym uh and it was actually really nice I was a bit nervous about doing it because I just went to a random field in the middle of the city I live in and just plonked myself down but um it ended up being really nice I had an ice cream had some music I was reading my book and it was quite a nice reset I think for my week uh, and then to completely 180 that in terms of my pit, um, Sophie already knows this dramatic <laughs> story. Um, there was a power cut um, where I live in a block of flats uh, at 4 a.m. Um, and there were these l- alarms going off and I was so confused. You know that confusion you get when you like wake Especially up. Especially when you're half asleep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I was just so confused and a bit panicked and I had no power um and yeah I didn't get much sleep that night so I'd say that's probably my pet of the week that is mad isn't it I normally like I love a good thunderstorm and power cut how do you enjoy a power cut I don't think I've ever heard anyone say okay when it's like a a short when it's not a very long power cut (laughs) (laughs) like if if it's out for about like 20 minutes or something you put some candles on for a bit like I don't know I just kind of like it feels a bit cozy and exciting but I don't know that's just me <laughs> I'm weird well we've all got our quirks I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we do we do right 
Right. So uh, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast today, we're going to be talking about graduating during COVID. I think, um, you know, quite a few cohorts of students can relate to this one now, considering COVID's been going on for a while. Um, And Sophie and I both um, graduated. It was during our master's, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we were about like a term or semester into our master's degrees and then I, re- I remember being at uni and speaking to my mum on the phone and she was like, oh, just whatever you do, be careful of that coronavirus. Make sure you don't touch any buttons on any lifts and just be careful. <laughs> and I was like, mum, how am I not meant to touch a button on a lift? <laughs> like, it's fine. It's just fear mongering. We're all going to be fine. And then, yeah, little did we know what we had in store. I feel like it, it, it was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I remember in my classes, we were all kind of joking a bit about it and how we'd be back within a couple of weeks. I don't think anyone could have really anticipated how bad it was. I think my, 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 is it a fond memory? I'm not sure. It's a funny one um, from sort of the, just transitioning into that COVID life. Um, my mum at home was doing the classic stockpiling of things. Oh, um, there's no hand sanitizer. Yeah. There was no hand sanitizer in the supermarket. And I thought, you know what? Students won't have had the foresight to <laughs> stock things. So I'll try the shop on campus. And lo and behold, they had hand sanitizer. <laughs> what a pro. God, do you remember bulk buying toilet roll? Not that I did it, but do you remember when it was a thing? <laughs> yeah. the they were like, no chopped tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. But um, yeah, it's so weird to think that by those conversations were like the last conversations sort of physical ones that I'd have with my you know classmates and yeah. my lecturers and then it just went online quite 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 shakily online to begin with yeah 100% I remember everyone going home for the Easter holidays and I think our uni shut early or something and they were like oh yeah you know you'll be back after Easter and we'll resume things as normal like everything will have blown over by then it's all good um and obviously then it didn't and then it was all trying to figure out how to use Microsoft Teams or Zoom I I had never heard of Zoom until this whole thing kicked off never even used it before (laughs) yeah I feel like Zoom are like whoever owns Zoom must be having they're raking in the cash right now absolutely they've definitely profited yeah and I do feel like I feel like universities whilst obviously now they've had about you know 18 uh to 20 months to sort of come to terms with with sort of teaching uh and delivering a degree online certainly at the beginning you know I don't think universities were really set up very well especially for our degrees with things like you know you need to go to the library and use books for assignments and not all the books are online so how do you how do you overcome that um and I think for me, I found that quite difficult. And I found the sort of 10 minutes I had with my lecturer who understandably was, you know, dealing with their own things in their own home with their kids or, or whatever. Uh, I found that really difficult to sort of <laughs> get yeah. what I wanted out of those sessions. Yeah, because we we switched to like online seminars and that kind of thing. And yeah, the whole structure of a uni literally operates around being on campus and like going to lectures and Mm. everything like that so it is crazy like literally the whole system was uprooted and they just had to reconsider how they did everything Mm. Um, which is mad isn't it yeah Mm. how did you find 
because obviously there were still loads of assignments to complete and you know with a master's degree you're essentially it's a full year so during the summer you finish your assignments and then you're doing your dissertation from summer through till September October time I think I finished how did you find it like trying to I don't know have meetings with lecturers online and talk to them about advice for your assignments and like writing when you couldn't go to the library and that kind of thing yeah I think I think I definitely found it difficult but I think for any student um you know given the past almost two years that we've gone through I think it's you should be kind to yourself uh if you ever thought oh wow I haven't been doing as well as maybe I could have or oh you know my first year I was like really motivated and then it's sort of dropped off because I think it's definitely been a lot to deal with um but in terms of handling that, um, I think I just tried to make sure I was really sort of on it with my sort of self-management. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure I have any great tips though on how I did that because I'm not sure I was the best at self-management. Um, but yeah, just trying to break it down, um, you know, have a clear plan of what I wanted to do before I spoke to the lecturer. But to be honest, I mostly communicated with my lecturers through emails um, because I'd often have like a random thought, like, you know, when you have a thought in the shower and you're like, write that down, write that down. Literally. <laughs> that definitely, I feel like that's sort of all over the place thinking mm-hmm. sort of was even worse during COVID because everything was blurring into one. Um, so I just sort of tried to manage it through multiple emails to my lecturer. But um, I feel like you had. I feel like you had a better like. I don't know if of, I did nah. <laughs> because here's the thing. I mean, I think the other like spanner in the works was that you can be amazing at like management and everything, but we were having to at the same time react to the university like changing their policies and stuff. There was because the university didn't know what they were doing, like like the rest of us. And so they were like, oh gosh, um, are we gonna do, are we gonna just make these assignments not count? Obviously they had to be fair to every student and some students might not even have like proper connection to Wi-Fi at home or might not have a space where they can work without any noise and concentrate. So they obviously had to be fair to everyone. And so I remember there was a lot of stuff around, oh, I forget what the phrase was. Oh, the safety net. About, yeah, like if, if so for us, I think at one point they were saying, okay, well, these assignments aren't going to um, make your grade any lower. They can only raise the average of the grade. So if they're lower than your average you've got so far, and we won't include it. You can only make your grade higher. So that was a nice safety net to have, although we were it, like nothing was confirmed whilst we were doing our assignments so I was still trying to work hard to you know do well in them um yeah but yeah it was it was hard to stay motivated um when there's yeah. not people around you working as well that was a big challenge too I think yeah I think yeah I think you're definitely right about we basically had to follow the university's leads and then they didn't know what they were doing and I think that was particularly stressful for third years and master's students because whilst I think first years and also second years had their own set of challenges and I'm sure they very much did during that time um obviously those final marks in your final year are so essential to you know uh finishing your degree and 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 moving on so I think 
everyone was particularly anxious about how universities would manage it and at the time you know universities had multiple policies so I know that um, Sophie and I were talking about it and sort of her where she did her master's they had a different policy to what I did mine it was no detriment that's what the phrase was. ah no detriment. no detriment yeah <laughs> um yeah and I think you know what I think the weirdest thing I've seen because I'm really down with the kids I've seen all these <laughs> <laughs> I've seen all these memes on um TikTok uh of like students finishing their degrees at 11 30 a.m on a random tuesday in their bedroom <laughs> yeah. just like <laughs> and they just like click enter and they're like what <laughs> that's it and i do feel like that was very much what it was like for me handing in my um my master's dissertation i don't know about you yeah i remember in the kind of final week of the deadline i think it was like the day of or the day before the deadline and i just thought okay well this is not this dissertation is not going to change dramatically over the next few hours so I'm just going to submit it I think I couldn't sleep because I was really nervous about submitting it so I just got up early reread it a few times and then just submitted it and then I think I I remember making myself avocado on toast with halloumi afterwards because I'm like I was like (laughs) I'm gonna make myself a nice breakfast to treat myself and then I was just walking around the house like, okay, what do I actually do now? <laughs> like, you've been working on this thing this whole time, the whole summer we were working on it. And then you kind of are done. And then it's like, oh, it's weird. It feels weird. Yeah, like, I, I feel like it was just a very, it's the dissertation in particular was something that I started writing and then finished writing like alone in my bedroom like my other modules at least whilst we transitioned online like at least they started sort of in person with other people doing like proper assignments so I think that was just like a really strange thing about it and apart from you reading it uh millions of times and it going through (laughs) it going through one of those um you know voice voice things that like read them out loud oh yeah Um, That was kind of the grand, the grand reception that my dissertation got. Because I remember for both uh, Sophie and I, for our undergraduate, um, because we were really proud, we printed them off and yeah. we took pictures. But um, yeah, no, the postgraduate dissertation didn't get that quite so much. But um, it is what it is. I feel like so many, I feel like so many cohorts of students, whether they're doing their master's undergrad even if they're going through a levels GCSEs Mm. I feel like they could all relate to sort of that feeling of being a bit detached from it all and then also that like underwhelming feeling of sort of finishing something that's supposed to be a really key milestone um you know in quite um uncertain and perhaps a bit disheartening circumstances I think what was nice about it though in a way whilst obviously you know there's so much going on and it's been such a horrible time in a way like having the degree and the dissertation to focus on even though it was all up in the air we didn't really know what was going on like it was quite nice just to have that thing and I think obviously it's so hard for it's been so hard for so many people and I imagine people being furloughed from work and everything and like having all this time and not knowing what to do with themselves I felt very lucky to like have the dissertation and my degree to work on um, because it gave you a focus even though I did lack in some motivation um, it was definitely nice to have like an end goal and something to work towards 
In terms of sort of, you know, as we tentatively move towards, you know, from COVID-19 response to hopefully, you know, recovery and, 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 mm. and, and moving forward from it, what do you think is sort of a key lesson or takeaway or positive that universities have either had to adapt to or have learned or have sort of brought in place that's actually quite positive for the student experience? Mm. I mean kind of a pro and a con isn't it I mean the switch to online learning and knowing that some things can be done online I think is a good thing but I think it's a double-edged sword because then you know you're paying nine grand a year for a degree and you want it to be in person and you want to kind of make the most of it but I think what's good about it is knowing that maybe if there are meetings with lecturers or that kind of thing or whether it's you know, like well-being and that kind of thing. A lot of meetings can be arranged online. So if if it's hard for you to get to campus or if it's easier for you to slot in a meeting whilst you're at home and that kind of thing, then I think that is a really good thing. And I think it's something that can be incorporated into how universities operate. It's the same with jobs, isn't it? Like, oh, I mean, it's slightly different because I think working from home has been quite nice for a lot of people but obviously you miss the social aspect of it too um but I think yeah definitely the fact that a lot of things can be done online I mean imagine if we didn't have the internet I know I know it's 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 crazy I I definitely agree with you I think the key word I would associate with this period in terms of a positive takeaway is accessibility yeah um I think you know if you we especially you know we've obviously been through university from a virtual perspective and from the you know traditional um sort of physical perspective and I think at least at our university the mindset towards recording a meeting or recording a lecture you know like they never did that because they were like oh you know students won't show up and whilst that you know that might be the case for some students that's absolutely true you know if you were ever sick you'd always be desperately asking for people's notes because otherwise you're going to miss the content or if you know if you're a a young person or you know even maybe a mature student who's got you know kids or, or or other caring responsibilities to be able to I think moving forward if universities continue this positive attitude towards um online yeah. be it you know saying it's pretty much mandatory for you to come unless you have specific circumstances but we will record them yeah. every lecture and send them to you if you have like exceptional circumstances and I think generally just the digitalization of things like resources again for yeah. that sort of accessibility point I would hope my hope from this time is that universities realize that you know that doing things online like even teaching hours do you remember they used to have not teaching hours what's it called when you go and have office hours hours, they'd be like two hours once a week and like every student be queuing up if you could just have 10 minutes on a random but online Mm -hmm. it's just so much easier and I really do hope that universities moving forward whilst it will be majority physical because I totally agree that's what it's supposed to be about I hope that they take forward that really that positive sort of attitude towards the merits of 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 digital resources as well yeah definitely because you def I mean I remember having a few lecturers who were a bit of like technophobes and wouldn't put all the reading materials online or that kind of thing whereas I feel like with COVID they've had to learn how to do that and adapt to that 
and definitely making those resources available is so important like you really need it for your degree and recording lectures I think I remember we had one lecturer who used to record all of them and it was so useful because it meant in the session I could sit and listen and actually engage with what was going on rather than trying to type every single last thing that they said and then you know when you go over it at home and listen back that's perfect it's great for revision it's only gonna help students so exactly. and I know a lot of students or friends who are like in their second year now and all they've known is online learning and I think they've actually quite enjoyed it so I it's I think it's different learning styles for everyone and hopefully uni's making that more available and adapting to different people's styles I think is really good now, speaking of moving forward, uh, we've yet to address the big elephant in the room for the two of us, which is graduation. So, Sophie. Big question mark. Have you officially graduated yet from your master's degree? Do you know, every time I write a job application or something, I'm like, I am a graduate. Am I a graduate? Because technically, <laughs> I haven't had a graduation, but obviously I've got my degree results. I I guess I have a I have a master's degree but yeah I haven't had a proper formal graduation yet Zoe and I were very lucky because obviously with our undergraduate degree we got to have the proper ceremony and mm. wear the funny hats and the funny cloaks so I feel so lucky that we've yeah. been able to experience that once um I'm hopeful that I'll get a graduation for my master's because then I feel like it will feel real and I'll actually get to properly celebrate it um, because yeah definitely pressing that submit button in October when I handed in my discs virtually was it didn't really cut it and I, I don't think I ever properly you know celebrated it and took it all in so it would be lovely um, to do it at some point and I've seen that universities have been doing quite a few graduations um, yeah. this month which is really nice to see so yeah not sure what's happening that... haven't been told but <laughs> we'll see I know that your university uh hasn't really said anything to you about graduation whereas mm. mine has been you know dangling the carrot in front of my eyes for yeah. quite a while because at first it was going to be last December then it was going to be this summer now it's going to be this this December so um yeah, I feel like I feel like absolutely. I'm very grateful that we got our undergrad uh, graduations, but with my postgrad, I feel like I've got you know the icing on the cake, but the cherry on top's just not quite there. Yeah, I'm not quite satisfied it. with this meal, you know. <laughs> so I hope we get to have a graduation. But you are right; it is still going to be a question mark, and I guess we'll have to wait and see. Stay tuned. A few episodes down the line, we might finally. <laughs> be able to say we've graduated but um yeah got my fingers crossed it will happen one day soon so moving on to uh the last segment of our podcast is life bites so what we do is we check our inbox see if we have any emails from our lovely listeners asking us questions about anything really to do with careers university your 20s anything you want to ask us and if we find what we like we'll read it out and hopefully give some wise words of advice not sure how wise they'll be we'll try our best so what have we got in the inbox today sophie 
So we have a few questions today, which is very exciting. The first one says, hi, Zoe and Sophie. I've written some questions for your fab new podcast. Um, As not all universities have been able to put on official graduation ceremonies, do you have any suggestions for throwing my own ceremony or a nice way to celebrate graduation? Oh, that's a good one. That also relates, funnily enough, almost like fate, to your avocado on toast, right? That you made yeah. when you handed in your dissertation. So aside from avocado on toast, Sophie, what else would you Sad would from you my do? sad breakfast that I made myself. <laughs> oh, do you know what was really, really cute? I remember a few days before I handed in my diss, Zoe sent me a cheeky little message and she was like, oh what, when are you handing in your diss again and so on the day I pressed submit I got something through the post and she'd sent me a little box of postal brownies and it was the cutest thing I was so excited I forgot that happened um but yeah that was really cute so if you've got friends who are graduating then you can always send them a little something as a treat um yeah I think it's nice to do even if it's like a dinner or something or have a nice little glass of Prosecco or treat yourself to that top that you've always wanted to get and you've never got (laughs) because it's too expensive but I think it's definitely I think in life in general we kind of you know work towards these goals and we achieve them but we never actually celebrate them and then we just move on to the next thing Mm. and so I think it's really important to actually sit down even if you just go for a walk by yourself and think, wow, I've literally just achieved that. Like, that's amazing. It's such a big, like, milestone in your life. And you'll, like, look back on it and be like, oh, my God, I did this thing. I wrote a dissertation. I wrote 10,000 words, whatever it is. Like, that is a massive milestone in achievement. So definitely celebrate virtual graduations with your friends, I think, is a cute thing to do as well. I've seen a few of them around. I think we tried to do a makeshift one in one Zoom call where we put all the little (laughs) filters with the hats on. Um, But yeah, what do you think? So in summary, yours is go for a walk and go online. (laughs) (laughs) No, I absolutely agree. Just take it in. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like actually take it in. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I did that. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with what you were saying. I think um, no matter how big or small your celebration is, and I, obviously I think it should be personal to you and, mm-hmm. and that means it will be different for each person, absolutely take the time to celebrate it because it is a massive achievement in your life and you should be really proud of not only doing something that's incredibly difficult and that is you know, educating yourself to a higher education level and getting a degree, but you've done it under the most difficult of circumstances and regardless of you know whatever, the result says on that piece of paper you should be proud of yourself no matter what um one thing I love is one of our friends um you know got the gown got the hat went to these beautiful cliffs and just had like this (laughs) photo shoot with like a fake degree and I was like yes girl do it you if you don't have a graduation make a graduation (laughs) I love that I thought that was such a nice idea um and I I I think as well you know things are opening up there's so much you can do now and I think definitely like meeting with friends maybe all of you and your friends should just make like a you know a hat (laughs) you can get your fake degrees you can get them on Amazon I think 
yeah absolutely just, yeah um, I think that I think that's a, a really nice idea I really like that and make your own graduation photos you know yeah <laughs> photoshop them because it'll be memories of doing that you know that will will stick more than the disappointment of not having a formal graduation I think I'm taking notes to plan our graduation <laughs> alternative graduation in our friend group because I feel like we've given some good advice here do we want to move on to another question do you think that your potential work prospects were made worse because you graduated during a pandemic compared to if you had graduated at a time where everything was normal? Ooh, bit of a tricky question. I mean, I think my immediate answer is, is, is yes. Um, I think for many people, you know getting a job is difficult at the best of times let alone during a pandemic but I think as well at the same time um you know we shouldn't be you know too worried or too stressed out thinking you know oh COVID means I'll never get a job because there have been maybe not global pandemics but there have been you know challenging times for people I think back to I don't know why I think back to this I was barely sentient but the <laughs> 2008 um, I knew you were gonna say yeah. that <laughs> the 2008 economic you know uh downturn and the, essentially the recession it was a really bad time and, and you know people survived that people got jobs people did what they needed to do and you know those people you know are, are happy I hope in what they're doing now and, and they were able to graduate during that time and get jobs so yes I think it's harder but I think don't let that get you down and don't let that also sort of be an excuse to not think about your career and think about moving forward because, you know, COVID won't be here forever, but what you do in your future and the choices you make will. So it's a bit of a yes and no from me on that question. I think also like don't put pressure on yourself to feel like, oh, you know, I keep getting all these rejections and that kind of thing. I think know that obviously because of covid you know a lot of people have lost their jobs and are looking for jobs so that's put more pressure on the job market in general so i think know that the right thing will come along at the right time mm. and i mean even for me i feel like oppor more opportunities are coming up now as i'm looking for jobs um and so whether you end up doing something that you don't absolutely love for a bit, whether it's like you work at a shop for a bit or you do a bit of waitressing or mm. you do something else in the interim until you manage to find something um, different, you know, I think just do what works for you and what makes you happy, I think, is the most important thing. And know that the right thing will come along. Um, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's hard not to be a bit disheartened by it um but I think everyone's in the same boat at the moment um with applying for jobs and everything so I think also knowing that that's that's why is quite comforting in a way lovely listener you have made it to the end of the podcast congratulations Woo. <laughs> We would love to hear more of your questions, stories, comments, anything you want to send us, please send it to our email address. That is whatnextthepodcast at gmail.com. Please send any comments, questions, or anything you want to send to whatnextthepodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you I've... follow us on Instagram as well, at whatnextthepodcast. Cheeky plug.
I've been Zoe. I've been Sophie. Thank you so, so much for listening. Make sure you tune in next week and we will see you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 da 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 da